All right, so so uh, we we uh, started the message in t- uh, titled "Unshakable" last week, and uh, just as a quick review, um, to be unshakable is, is to be unable to be changed or corrupted or compromised, contaminated, unable to be disputed with. You know, uh, uh, the scripture in Titus says that they that are uh, that are of contrary part may have no evil to say of you because you're unshakable, you're uncompromising. Uh, Another definition would be to be steadfast, uh, committed, resolute, unbendable, firm, determined, unwavering, relentless, tenacious, and one of my favorite words, resilient. And so so, so I want to just hit resilience a little bit because resilience is enduring the seemingly impossible until you push into the possible realm. So to be resilient is you're, re- you're enduring the seemingly impossible until you push into the possible realm. You know, because we all deal with levels of uncertainty. I was talking to uh, one of the members of the churches in California, and so we was talking, and he was, you know, he's been really pressed to, to study some things out. So he said, man, Abraham, Abraham was awesome, man. I said, he, all that stuff that he had to deal with? I said, yeah. He said, David, man, David, they, they, David was powerful. And I said, well, there's no great person in the Bible that you didn't see that had to endure some temptation and, 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 re, and, and be resilient. And what I shared with him is I shared with this conversation a while ago that God told me, he says, man, Keith, if I could just get my people to get back to believing independent of the circumstances. Like to really press through. He said, how many of my people in 2019 I could take through a wilderness and they still would cross over into a promised land? You know, he, he was like, in some cases, you know, as soon as people see a little bit of heat, <laughs> They got, nah, I ain't doing this. Even though on the other side of that heat is the promised land. He said very few people in, 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 in this day and time uh, can hang in there in the midst of uncertainty and impossibility. Everybody's looking for a path of least resistance as opposed to a process or a preparation into my promises. Right, so that's 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 uh uh, why we, we're going to have to be resilient or as we talked about last week unshakable uh, the scripture says in Mark 9 23 all things are possible to them that believe them that are unshakable uh, look not some things all things are possible the scripture says with men it is impossible but not with God with God all things are possible and the thing is those scriptures wouldn't be in the Bible if you weren't going to be in some seemingly impossible situations some seemingly in, insurmountable. Like, like when it looks like, uh, I told you I was listening, uh, you know, I have playlists when I'm at the gym, so I was listening to it. So, so I've, I pulled on my playlist some of the older songs, but uh, Fred Hammond uh, uh, did a song some years ago called Blessed, but he did a, a remake of it. And then, so in the remake of it, uh, it says, uh, was it late in the midnight hour? God's going to turn it around. He's going to work in your favor. <laughs> Remember at the church, baby, at the old church, we'd be like, get around, get around, right? So, 
so I was listening to it when I was listening to it I, was, I, I said to myself I was working out I was like yeah but I would rather not have to wait to the midnight hour <laughs> you know what I'm saying like but, but in the same moment guys like why you think I got you listening to the song <laughs> you think the song is a coincidence he said because sometimes it's, it's, it happens in the midnight hour some people don't get to the midnight hour because they done left they done gave up Like, 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 you, you know, uh, I learned this in sports because I play basketball, but I've always been taught, and I, I, I really believe game ain't over until there's no zeros left. But some people done gave up. It'd be <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she said five minutes left. Some people done gave up ten minutes left. I know people get paid millions of dollars be giving up. Like, like, dude, you getting paid millions of dollars, you can at least hang in there to, 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 to the last minute. I mean, after all, you still getting paid, right? Hey, look, it ain't over until God says it's over, right? All right, that's good. That's pretty fit in there. I see you, I see you. You see a little, little mix in there. Hey. <laughs> right. I love that. That's great. All right, let's go to... Uh, <laughs> that was nice alright let's go to Hebrews 12 uh, as our foundational scripture for what we're talking about Hebrews 12 uh, and we'll start here with Hebrews 12 is fantastic period but We'll just do verse 23. Said I have another version here or something. Okay. All right, so verse 23 says, To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven and to God, to uh, God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect or complete. Right? Right? It says... Uh, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the uh, uh, to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than of Abel. All right. So it's, it's, it's like, hey, everybody, pay attention. That's all. The, the, those first two scriptures. Hey, everybody, lock in, pay attention. Heaven and earth. I need y'all to pay attention. And then you get here to uh, verse twenty-five. It says, "See, uh, Hebrews twelve is where we're at." It says. Uh, see that you refuse not him that speaketh for if they if they escape not who refused him that spake on the earth much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven we know God is speaking right then after the uh, the colon is uh, verse 26 it says whose voice then shook the earth it says, but now he has promised saying, yet once more I shake not the earth only, but the heaven. So there's going to be a shaking, right? He says, and, and this word, yet once more, I got all this uh, right in my Bible, I'm sorry. Uh, signifying the removing of all things that are shaken as of things that are made and those uh, which cannot be shaken may remain. It says, wherefore, we receive in a kingdom which cannot be, be, cannot be what? Moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. So, so I just want to sum up this as uh, 
there's been a shaking, but there's going to be a great, a last shaking, like a, some things shaking. But it says certain certain people won't be moved or won't be shook, <laughs> right? See, so 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 if we're if we're rooted and grounded, we we're not easily shook, right? Right, but if 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 you're not planted or really rooted, you could you could be shook, right? All right, so so we talked about that last week, so I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with that. Um, but let's go to Hebrews ten. It's only two chapters over. Hebrews ten, and uh, let's do verse twenty three. It says, "Let us hold fast." Right? Be secure. You know, remember I did the example of holding on to the pole in the storm uh, at the 915. Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without, look, without what? Without wavering, being unshakable. For he is faithful that promise. So it says hold fast to, the, to, to, to what we're believing. Like, 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 like hold fast. So imagine there's a tornado, you know, an earthquake. Yeah, that's better because we're talking about shaking. And, and you didn't know. Because even though you got advanced information. <laughs> hint, hint. Right? All right. So, 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 so you're you grabbing on a thing that's next to you. So you're going to be like, oh, man, this is an earthquake. There's a little storm. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, I'll be doing the, the, the one finger uh, calf raises. It, this is what you're doing? This is how we're rolling right now? Oh, no, you're going to hold fast. <laughs> Right? Right? You're going to lock in, right? Because your life is on the line. So this is what he's telling you to do. He said, I told you some things, and I've, I've, I've told you some advanced things. I'm, I'm hoping you believe those things, but you got to hold fast to those things because the shaking is going to come to try to shake you off of, make you waver from what I've told you, right? All right, and let's go to verse uh, 32. Right, 32. It says, because the remembrance, the former days in which after ye were illuminated, made aware of some things, right? Ye endured a great fight of, a, uh, of affliction, right? Partly wist, or however that's said in King James, you, <laughs> you were made a gazing stock both by reproaches and afflictions and partly wist ye became companions of them that were so used. For ye had compassion of me in, in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Enduring substance. That word endure again. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of what? Patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry or take long. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, get shaken, get shook, right? My soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back, get shook unto perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So, so say, say, now, now it says that that person that draws back, right, easily is easily shook. All right, and you know, and this is a little bit of review. All right, so I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with that. But let's go back to that woman we talked about last week because she'll she'll set a good foundation too, 
and I believe it's Matthew 15. Let's go over to Matthew 15. Right? So, so the goal is to be unshakable. But being unshakable won't be easy, right? And so we'll hit verse 21. This is uh, uh, 15, Matthew 15, verse 21. It says, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him. Keyword, she cried unto him saying have mercy on me O Lord thou son of David my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil now she said have mercy because she already knew I'm not even like I'm, I'm not the person that you would even normally even deal with but I'm like like, come on man come on man just have mercy man my, my daughter is vexed with a devil right but he answered her not a word now again I, I used this last week to point out um, and we talked about some things this morning, 915. Now, this is, the, this is, this is Jesus. This is the man of God. And this, this, this young lady's crying out, her daughter's vexed with the devil. So that's an emergency, right? At least to her, right? Jesus didn't answer her word. So, so the man of God didn't answer her word. How come he didn't respond? To, what, what, what's going on? She's got the devil? No, he, he didn't answer her word. So now... Right then and there, I was about to say the N-word, but I didn't. Uh, right then, man, you hear me talking to you? <laughs> it just seemed like it would have came out a lot better about it, you know, but, but I know I'm in the South, as Minister Lamar reminds me, so I have to, can't say the things I would say in Jersey, Right? All right, so, 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 and his disciples came and besought him saying, look, look, now first, he's, he ain't answer her word because, and, and they knew where she was, you know, her culture, right? They said, send her away for she cries after us. Like she bothering us. Look, it's an issue. You got Jesus and the disciples. He don't answer her. And they're like, yo, you need to roll up out of here with that mess. Right? So you, now if that's you, you ain't tempted to be offended or tempted to get shook. You remember back in the days, guys, guys walk up to the young lady, hey, how you doing? And she wouldn't say nothing. But you ain't all that anyway. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like your whole attitude changed. You was pursuing her a minute ago. <laughs> Just a minute ago, she was all that. <laughs> you in pursuit, but soon she, you know, soon as you, what'd you say? Outburst. She's from Newark. <laughs> See? All right. But it's true. The rejection changed your whole. You got shook, right? Your whole. Changed how you felt about yourself, right? All right. So here, here, but this is a little deeper. I mean, he thought, man, just get rid of her, man. We don't, we don't need to be bothered with her mess. Verse 24 says, but he answered and said, I am not sent. Now, he's, he, he decided to say something to her. I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Like, you don't even qualify. Right? So that's another opportunity. To fit. Well, who you think you are? Right? Now, now this is an emergency we're talking about. All right, so uh, uh, verse 25. Then came she and worshipped him. She didn't get offended. She didn't get shook. 
and saying, Lord, help me. Almost like she didn't hear nothing he said. <laughs> now, if, you, if, you, if her people were around, it's like, now, man, forget him then. If he don't want to help you, you know what I'm saying? Don't be begging him. <laughs> don't be begging him. Oh, right. Yeah, some of y'all feel that. All right, so 26. But he answered and said, it is not me. Now, he took it to another level. It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. He just called her a dog. Didn't answer her. Then said, you're not even worthy. And then took it to another level. Now, I can't be giving my best to a dog. Now, now what if some of you have gone that far before you? You bailed out. Or, or I'm sorry, or cursed out. <laughs> right, right, right? Look, and then verse 27, it says, and she said, truth, Lord. Basically, she said, yeah, I'm a dog. She said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. <laughs> I like, like, yeah, I'm a dog. You call me what you want to call me. I came here to get something, and you ain't shaking me from it. Like some of us, like think about this situation here and think about how we have been responded. Right? And then 28, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. She was unshakable. Right? Are we? Think about all the, the, the little things we're getting offended about. Did you hear that silence? <laughs> you hear that ant running around the room? <laughs> it's that quiet, right? All right, all right, all right. Just, just, just stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> I was just like, wow, okay. All right, so the scripture tells us in Galatians 6, 9, it says, be not weary in well-doing. It's basically saying be unshakable. You'll reap if you faint not, if you don't give up. And in uh, Psalms 27, 13, uh, uh, David said, I would have fainted. I would have given it up unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And we're not talking about in heaven by and by. No, everybody waiting for their heaven train uh, and, and fine. But, it, but he said in the land of the living, that would be now, right? Right. And but, but, but he said, I would have given up. I would have fainted. I would have been shook. But, but it didn't shake me because I, I believe what God told me. I believe those promises. You can shake, you can quake, you can do what you want. And David said, I'm not getting off of this thing. And, and uh, uh, me and David in California were talking about David last night. And I, David's not just talking trash here in Psalm 27. His whole flow was unshakable. Think about it. David, they came to anoint the kings. Now, 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 now to, to anoint the next king. So, and the way things was flowing, like, you, you, you know, you go through the military ranks, you top soldier, you get to be a top soldier, and you're considered to be a king. So, so when Samuel comes to anoint the king, he said, Jesse, bring me your sons. So he brought all the sons except for David. So he brought most likely candidates. Ah, oh, there's definitely one of these kids. So he went... <laughs> One preacher said, the oil wouldn't even budge. <laughs> I'm not going out there. <laughs> I'm not wasting myself on them. And so, uh, you know, Samuel knew he heard from God. 
He was like, unless I'm tripping, you got other kids? Yeah, I got another son, but he ain't. He, there's no way this dude's king. He out there tending the sheep. I ain't even bring him. So look, he wasn't considered. Overlooked. Not even thought about. No press. No, no big time resume. Right? Not getting in front of people's faces. Look, I killed three soldiers today. Kevin next king? None of that. Not jockeying for position. He out there tending sheep. So then they come and he gets anointed king. Now most of y'all, if you get anointed to be king, what's the next thing you're looking for? <laughs> spoken, like, spoken like a true minister Lamar, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm looking for my castle. Like, like, yeah, well, he said his throne, but same deal, right? Right? He's like, like, hey, hey I, now that I'm anointed, <laughs> where do I sleep? <laughs> where are my jewels? Where's my army? David went right back out and started tending sheep. Then he was served. Then they called him to serve food to the soldiers. See, some of us, we're above that. I just got anointed king. Man, what I look like serving food. Then he was asked to play the harp for the king. The harp. Not the drums. <laughs> not the bass guitar. Not the, not, not the sax. <laughs> right? The harp. Y'all know what a harp is, right? Yeah. David was playing the harp. <laughs> Watch yourself. David was playing the harp. Obviously, it wasn't Danny back then, right? So, so, but he's serving. He's serving the king, music, this, that, and the other, right? Then, you know, it was Goliath. Yeah, Goliath is, is attacking the kingdom. All the soldiers scared, all these top dudes. David's like, well, you got somebody talking about my guy? Oh, no, 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 no. My God is more than able to help me with this. And took him out with a, with a, a slingshot and a stump. The king tried to give him his army. He said, man, I can't, do, I can't even move with this mess. I can't carry the weight of your armor and get my victory. Basically, he was saying, I can't fly with your wings. <laughs> Not going to happen. And so, look, he's still going through a process. He takes him out. He's a top soldier. And, and, and people were screaming. David took out 10,000. Saul took out 1,000. Now he got to deal with envy. From the king. Throwing jack. No, envy is one thing. Because, you know, some, some of y'all be dealing with envy. Envy is one thing. Sabotage is one thing. When he tried to kill him, that's way beyond sabotage. See somebody throwing javelins at you? And somebody is sweet at throwing javelins. Like Saul wasn't sorry. And then Saul tried to take him out. He could have killed Saul, had him, had, him, had him cornered twice. No, 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 no. I don't want the kingdom that way. God said, said I'm the next king. It had to come from God. How many of y'all would do that? Most people jump at the opportunity. Man, kill that fool, man, so I give, I give my crown. Right? Just kill him, man. So we, we, we get in position. Then you figure that's enough. Finally, it's time for him to be king. So 11 out of the 12 tribes, they wanted him to compromise. They wanted him, oh, to pacify him. <laughs> pacify us. Butter us up. Accommodate us. Right? You got to let that soak in, right? You got to let that soak in. Because you got to get the parables. <laughs> it's parables here. 
David was like, well, tell you what, if I have to compromise, if I can't be obedient to God, if I have to accommodate, if I have to, I know it's not an English word, pacify, pacification, if I have to do pacification, I just made that up. <laughs> All right, okay, I don't want it. So he, he was the king of Judah. So now you seven years, you were anointed. You went through all this, all these years. You still ain't the king. You're like the heavyweight champion is like three, three belts. <laughs> you got one of them, right? So finally, he gets the entire kingdom. Look at all that he went through. So David said, look, look, no, no, I, I would have fainted. I would have given up unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord, Lamb of the living. I would have been shook. Man, I'm anointed king. They still got me out here doing sheep. I almost got killed by a lion and a bear. Man, I'm the top soldier now. Surely I'll be king. Right? How many of us just would let God do what he said he was going to do? Be unshook. See, the thing is, the reason why we read about David, because he wasn't shook. There's plenty of other kings. But read about them. Go read through kings. Go read through Samuel. Read through them stories. Read through the judges before the kings. There's a whole lot of them shook. Compromised, right? Corrupted, right? So, so this is the thing. The thing is God wants us to be locked in. Uh, first, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. You can write down the scripture. I'm going to give you the amplified version. It says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed. Okay, I repeat that. Always doing your best and doing more than is needed. See, some people only do their best and more than is needed when it's something in it for them. But they don't do it for other people. But you have to think like, what I do for other people is how people are going to treat me. That's, that's how we think. Like, it, it, you know, we do our best. If we're going to give you something, I, like I tell my wife, I said, man, I can't give them. Now I got to give them something that's going to hit them, you know, like, or at least they remember it, you know, something they can, you know, read something, you know, it can't just be, here's some socks they may or may not wear. Like, you know, we serve people, we, you know, we was at the, the last church for 18 years. We served, like, I just want to do what's best. Give the, I want this vision to come alive. Not, it wasn't for us. It's faithful in another man's, right? So always doing the extra mile. But anytime you start thinking, well, they're not doing what I'm doing, they're not going to get what you're getting. All right, so being, <laughs> being continually aware of your labor, even to the point of exhaustion, in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. See, so stay unshakable. First, first Corinthians 15, 58, right? See, the thing is, the, the way God's system is set up, I was sharing this, we were sharing this on Wednesday. You know, sometimes people take, uh, what is it? What's the phrase? They take uh, encouragement as endorsement, right? You know, we're an encouraging church. So, so we have all, over 40 people speak throughout the, the course of a year, right? So, like, I've never heard, you know, Fast Week's coming up next week. Y'all need to tell, get, tell me what day y'all speaking. But so we have two people speak a night. And then after people speak, somebody shares 
you know, is we have an exchange. Like our Wednesday night service, you could, hey, what did I learn? What did I realize? This, that, and the other. But I've never heard one black person say, I'm going to tell you what I got out of this. This was the worst teaching I've ever heard in my entire life. Pastor, we need to change the format. You got this person up there. I've never heard that. Why? Because people are, are encouraging, right? Which they should be. Like, you should, I mean... You know, especially, you know, people in the process of growth. But encouragement, don't mistake encouragement for endorsement, like you've arrived. Right? Right? Now, 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 now see, because when, it's, when you're under pressure, the person that thinks they've arrived, right, and they haven't, under pressure, they're going to get shook. I know a, a young man uh, was doing quite well uh, playing basketball, so people was encouraging him, and got the big head. And so under pressure, he got shook. And he's coming to me, well, I'm this, that, and that. I said, ho, 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 ho. So I had to give him the truth. See, he said, no, 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 no. People are encouraging you, and you, you have the potential, and you're getting better, but you ain't arrived yet. Right? So, so if, you, if, if, you, if you process it the wrong way, you're going to get shook. I'll give you an example of the disciples. Disciples of Jesus, it said he empowered them. He gave them power first. And so they go out, master, master, even the demons are subject unto us. Otherwise, look. Come on, man. We even got demons running. But when they ran into the legion, hey, 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 hey. Look, they didn't go to Jesus and go, hey, you know, we got, we got this one demon. It's a little, little. They didn't say nothing first. It was the, it was the, the father, right? Your disciples couldn't, couldn't, couldn't cast them out. So evidently they tried. They didn't want to share what they couldn't do. They only talked about what they did do, Right? And then it was, you know, so, so then, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, one version says he turned in anger, like, come on, man, just bring the boy. Then they, later on, they said, hey, how come we couldn't cast that one out? Oh, these come by praying, uh, these come out by pray, prayer and fasting. See, you got shook because you were overconfident. So now you'll probably listen to all my training. The whole purpose of giving them advanced power was not for an endorsement. It was to create a thirst for training and preparation. Some people still hadn't took. <laughs> I wasn't talking about disciples. All right, so, so. That was sarcastic. Yeah. Look, look. So I got a year from you. Look, look. Alicia back there go, Pastor, Yeah. Mr. Lamar, yeah, I apologize for my sarcasm that I'm working on. <laughs> but that was a good one, though, wasn't it? <laughs> all right, so, so what I really should have said is some people, all right, so some working on it. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Help me. So what I really should, should have said, instead of uh, giving a sarcastic twist to it, is you have people, even now, as, as we're growing, that God takes through the same test, right? And they get overconfident, right? When they should be going, hey, I realize there's so much more I need to still get. But instead of doing that, people want to wear their accomplishments or the things that they've done as a badge and they think that 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 grandfathers them or overrides them learning what they don't know as pastor mel was talking about earlier embracing change right so that's the way i should have said it 
Thank you. Keep me on my toes. That's good. That's good. I, I need it. All right. All right. So this uh, to be un, to be unshakable. It's a it's it's about endurance. And so so when you're unshakable, you 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 see obstacles as hurdles, not hindrances. See, when I'm unshakable, when there's when there's an obstacle or something comes at me is uncomfortable, it's it's opportunity to hurdle. It's not a hindrance. But but when I'm shakable, anything uncomfortable is a hindrance. Like, I, I, why is this happening? Uh, to test you? Why is this happening? Uh, to grow you? Why is this happening? To enlighten you? Why is this happening? To teach you? To train you? To learn you? To awaken you? To empower you? To strengthen you? The list goes on and on. It's a whole lot of things besides it's in your way. Right? All right, so every temptation, and this is the thing. See, see when, I, when I'm shakable, like, I fall to temptation, like, easy. Like, I jump into temptation. Like, in other words, if something comes up and I could be fearful or faithful, first thing I do is I'm fearful. And then I take the fear and I create my own uh, story, my real the real, called worst case scenarios. Right? Well, respectfully that's not the only option fear first like like you know so i deal with you know I, sometimes i can potentially probably frustrate people i'm not a fearful person she'll tell you i just don't and, and I, I don't like the smell of it right i just don't that's just not like that so i can be tough as a leader because my first reaction is not fear actually i'm not reacting period because, you know, the scripture says, be still and know that I'm God, right? In Psalm 46.10. And so a lot of times our first thought is fear, but why? Like, why can't we at least, come on, could God get a shot? Could we try faith and see what happens? You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that respectful, but that's what we have to do. So I was, I, me and my wife was talking about a situation. We got a lot of high level situations, but in the one situation, she says, well, this is the this was this is the particular deadline, so we should do this. I said, well, no, the person told us what they was going to do, and I said, babe, I said it's just an opportunity for us to use faith. I said it's not like we have another consideration right now, so we can actually use faith on this one. Just let it play itself out. You know, this is a good opportunity to exercise faith versus, you know, being urgent for urgent sake, right? Right. And, you know, we and we, we talk things through. So we's in agreement with that. And so some of us, we need to do that. We need to just try. Faith. We just read a scripture that just shall live by faith. The unshakable shall live by faith. So it's, again, <clears throat> we talk about this a lot at the church It's not faith moments it's a faith life. So God wants us at a faith life because we have a faith life. What's our default? Faith. Under pressure, what's, what's, what's going to be the first voice? Faith. And so you, it's hard to train yourself for that faith in the crisis. You have to do it before you get in a crisis. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So we just worked, walked through it real quick because we talk about this in our living faith class. That God has dealt to every man a measure of faith, right? Hebrew, I mean, Romans 12, 3. So we have a measure of faith in us, right? Every man, it says he dealt to every man a measure of faith. He was, but, but we don't just want that faith in us. We want that faith 
resurrected or rising or coming up, right? So, so the scripture says faith comes or resurrects uh, by hearing and hearing by the word of God or understanding. So the more words you get, the more faith is increased, right? Amen. Right? I, so, so, so we don't just want the faith on the surface. We don't, we, don't just, we don't just want it sitting there. We want to activate it. Faith works by love, right? Uh, Galatians 5, 6, faith work, worketh by love, right? And the thing is, we want faith working, but we don't want it just working in the moment. We want it working in our lives. The just shall live by faith, right? And that's uh, uh, Romans 1, 17. Right. So those are our four pillars of faith. And that's what we want operated. And that'll help us to be unshakable. Right. If we if we cross over to living by faith, as we talked about in Hebrews earlier today. And so and so we have to understand that when we're tempted, tempted to be in fear, tempted with any level of temptation. And on Wednesdays, we were talking about exposing the, the thief called lust. When we're tempted, it's not a license to sin. But it is a challenge to endure. See, temptation is not a license to sin. Some people, well, I was tempted. Well, everybody else was doing it. Well, I was alone. Nobody's around. Flashed on the screen. What you want me to do? I want you to endure. Not I want you to do. The Lord wants you to endure. But some of us have been trained that temptation makes it okay. It's not a license to sin, <clears throat> a challenge to endure, and to endure. And I get it. Anytime you start talking about temptation, I'm gonna tell you one thing you'll find in the church: conviction. But conviction should establish a target to start in doing more, right? It should establish a target to start in doing more. Not going, oh God, here we go. Okay, does anybody know? Now, I don't know if anybody knows. I know God knows. And God doesn't know to bust you out like at the church here. We ain't trying to bust nobody out. We are trying to. So we're not trying to disqualify you. We are trying to qualify. And the way we can qualify is, is when we recognize some things. What's not exposed can't be helped, right? And so this is the thing. We're, we're shakable because we're allowing kryptonite in us. Anytime we, we, we yield to temptations so easily like that, right? And so the scripture says that, uh, okay, Psalm 112. Let's go, Psalm 112. And this is going to be, what, this, is, this is what a, our target is. Our target is to, to return to trying to show some level of endurance or resilience, Right? To not, you know, because we, 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 we've been on vacation from that. It was almost like, act. what could you do, man? I was tempted. All right, so uh, Psalm 112.7. It says, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. So, so, so and fixed and established heart doesn't get shooken when, when they're under attack. They're expecting the results of what God says is going to happen. You know, uh, the scripture says in, in, in Hebrew that those people in faith, Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, it says they endured as seen, uh, uh, they endured, hold on, 
as seeing the unseen. So they, they, they uh, even in, uh, when, we, when we went to Hebrews 12, the beginning of Hebrews 12, says Jesus endured the cross because of the glory that was set before him. He looked past the cross to the crown, right? And so, so, so that helps us to be unshakable. We see beyond the circumstances. We see beyond the temptation. We see beyond the, the craziness and the corruption and the mishap and the being overlooked and the missed opportunities. We see beyond that to what God is trying to show us. And if we can't see what God's trying to show us, we got to get into the word. The interest of the word bring of light gives understanding to the simple. The eyes of your understanding is enlightened. Psalm uh, 119, uh, 130 in, in uh, Ephesians 118. Right. So what happens is that word helps you to see the more word, the clearer you see less word, the cloudy, the cloudier you are. And so it's kind of hard to see what God is doing. The Bible says without vision, my people perish. Another version says people stumble all over themselves. Because they can't see, but but they're walking around like they can. They're chipping and falling the whole time. But instead of going. You know, I tripped and fall because I didn't see. They're going, oh, no, no, that, 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 somebody just put that in the way. <laughs> no, it was there the whole time, right? So what God's trying to do is, is, is lock us into being uh, steadfast, unmovable, not shaking, fixed. You know, the scripture says having a single heart uh, so we can lock into being unshakable. See, originally in Genesis, we were told to have dominion. What the mean is, is being unshakable and believing the power that works in you. See, when, when, see, see uh, you know, we always tell players that's trying to go to another level, dominate at the level that you're at. You can't just be good at the level that you're at and think you're going to go to the next level. You got to dominate. But the only way you dominate is you have to believe the power that's in you. Right? You got to believe in it. You got to be unshakable in belief. And, and, and I do this. Uh, I still play basketball. I'm 56. But I still play, and I still play with the younger guys. But a part of that is training myself to be unshakable. Because autom there's an automatic. Uh, was, was it old school? Yes, yeah, it's, it's old school, this, that, and the other. All right, all right, well, good. Now, so I, I'm, I don't have the reputation I had coming up in New Jersey and coming through Ohio. I don't have that rep. So, you know, you know, the rep is you show up and, yo, 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 watch out. You can see the fear. You coming down the court. You can see this person in fear. All right. Well, I don't have that. So I got to create that. <laughs> right. But I got to believe. I got to believe. And it's, it's belief training. It really is. Like, that's a part. That I like playing basketball, too. But what but outside, it keeps me in shape. But. It's, it's, training, it's training to have faith under pressure. They're counting on you. You got to knock that down. You know, Phil throw me the ball, I got to knock it down. Because if not, pastor, pastor. <laughs> Come on, pastor. <laughs> so, so what is he saying? I expect you to make that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so... But, you know, some people don't want to be in that situation where somebody's expecting you to come through. Because you would have to believe in the dominion that's in you. You're expecting me to come through? I'm going to come through for you. That, that, that's how I have to think. Even if I, if, if, let's say, I've blown it many a times. But let's say, even if I've blown it, i got to come back still thinking I'm coming through for you. 
versus, man, I ain't going no more, man, because the last time I didn't come through. I said, I wasn't trying to be sarcastic, but that was a parable. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. The message within, within a message. All right, so, so, so the Bible says, 1 Peter 5, all right, so, because I got to, let me see where I can jump off. All right, so I'm going to jump. Okay, all right. Could y'all give me time for three more scriptures, three more passages of scripture, and then we done, okay? Teacher's pet, teacher's pet. All right, so First, 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5, uh, verse 8. Look, so it tells us to be sober and vigilant that will be unshakable because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour it says whom resist endure steadfast right in the faith unshakable in the faith knowing that the same affliction the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world like everybody's dealing with this it says but the god of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by christ jesus after that you have suffered a while Right? Make you perfect, right? Complete. Establish, strengthen, and settle you unshakable. Because you, you, you don't pass the test. You don't go through. You don't pass the test. All right, and let's go to 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4. So 2 Corinthians 4, which is another great chapter. Pastor, you keep saying that about all the chapters. Well, they're all great, but, you know, sometimes I just want to give special emphasis to some. All right, so 2 Corinthians 4, and you need to write this down because I told you three passages, but I wanna, I'm want to. i going to read 2 Corinthians 4, and I'm going to read Proverbs 26, but I want you to write down 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10, and 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 10. All right, 2 Corinthians 6, I'll just reference for the sake of time. All right, so 2 Corinthians 4, 8, right? It says, look, look, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, uh, of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body basically is saying even though I'm, all this is coming at me I'm unshakable basically the sufferings of this present time are worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed to me Romans 8.18 alright and then uh, you, you can read it for yourself 2 Corinthians 6 but it says you know stuff like uh, as chastened but not killed as having nothing yet possessing all things <clears throat> What it's saying is there's a lot of stuff that's going to come at us, but how we deal with it has to be with an unshakable mindset. Now, it's hard because a lot of times we're tempted to just uh, play the victim. Remember the teaching the victim? You know, we, we're tempted to play the victim, you know, because they, they, they didn't do this for me. Stop, right? Or, or you know, like the, the guy at the the pool that you always talk about. Won't nobody put me in the water. Man, healing is right there. Roll. Uh, do the worm. 
do, do something, you know, like, but we're, but we're tempted to, and, and it's, it's, when I say we, I said we all have been tempted to play the victim, you know, to, you know, cause the, it, the, the initial moment of depress, depression feels like relief, but you know, that's the setup, right? If it, in the moment, you know, when you just, I, I'm just sleeping all day. Woe is me. I should have done more in my life by now. I blew an opportunity. Welcome to the world. We've blown up, all of us, we done blown opportunities. We done blew it. Uh, we done made crazy mistakes. We've been overlooked, forgotten. Like, people lied to us too, believe it or not. Lied to us, betrayed us, talked about us. Right? We can go, hey, we can do an evangelism trip and go to all the houses in the neighborhood. And I guarantee you, if you go to a house, nobody don't have a story of what they've been through, then I just give you my check. I'm not worried about it because everybody's going through something. We live in this world. It's not what we go through. What did you say? It's not what you go through that determines the outcome. No, it's not what happens to you that determines the outcome. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's no, what she said earlier today. She, you said it's not what happens to you. You said it earlier today. Was, oh, yeah. It's not what happens to you that determines the outcome. It's how you respond to what's happening. Right. It's not what happens to you that determines the outcome. It's how you respond how to you it. Because something is happening to everybody. Yeah. Right. Right? It's just how it's... it's, it's, it's yeah. My wife said life happens. You know? And that's for somebody that's been abused and uh, kidnapped and uh, uh, Bowie knives thrown at her. Uh, got her de uh, a detached retina being put in the hospital. Not by me. I've been loving her since I've been with her. Molested, all types of things, right? So you know, and and the thing is, but it's it's how she d decided to to look at it, right? Ain't that right, Stella? Right. I right, so let's let's end here with uh, Proverbs twenty four. So God's about to do a shaking. Will you be locked in and rooted, steadfast and unmovable, or will you go out with the trash? I wasn't being sarcastic. I mean, that's pretty much. It's a real deal, right? All right, so uh, Proverbs 24, 16, it says, For a just man falleth seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Right? So the wicked not only fall, but they fall. They don't just fall but they fall out of their own character. You, you see, so, you know, again, it says the just man falls seven times and just gets back up again. And obviously he learns uh, each lesson. But the wicked, the twisted, the confused, they don't just fall, but they fall out of character. See, so when you're shooken, like some people never recover from that because they fall out of character. They do things they've never done because what do they tell themselves? Well, because... This has happened to me. There's air blowing on me, something. Uh, 
because it's happened to me, I have every right to just wild out, which was Keith Bradley back in the, in the early days as I was, you know, being raised with the foster parents and being away from my family. I was like, everybody else is a trip. I'm justified because of what I've gone through. Nobody asked me what family I should be with. So I felt because I've gone through stuff, I had a right to be bitter, but it took me out of character. It took me way out of character. So now I not only was bitter, but I actually was self-destructive, right? And that's what happens in a lot of our situations. We get self-destructive because it's, we're so tempted to be weary and well-doing. Scripture talks about the person that endures to the end, right? Right, presses through the impossible until they cross over into the possible realm. Presses through the impossible until they cross over into the possible realm. That's the unshakable. And that's what God is trying to establish for us, and that's what we have to turn to doing. But see, again, now, we, we, we think of unshakable, we think of just the people out there wilded out in sin. Some of us have been shakable just sitting around the house, not fulfilling purpose, not engaging the people supposed to engage, limiting what we will and will not do. Like, I'm not going to take any platform or stage that has a responsibilities beyond my control, uncomfortabilities that I can't control. Well, you've just been shook. Because you don't want to press into the possibilities. And your, your hurdles that you look at as hindrances are just, I'm going to be uncomfortable. This is embarrassing. People are going to find out what I don't know and what I'm learning or what I haven't learned. Who cares? I do it all the time. Ask me something I don't know. I'll just tell you I don't know. But I'll find out that day. I'll drill you all day. So what does that mean? And what does that mean? And what does that mean? And what does that mean? But I'm not going to be walking around, uh, you know how you signify. Somebody said, you know, something said, yeah, yeah. You don't even know. It was your opportunity to learn. But I don't want to look bad. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Padding stats, padding resumes, people expecting you to do stuff that you can't do. And then now, now it even looks worse because it looks like either you, you, you're just purposely neglecting, you don't care, but it's not like you're neglecting, you don't care, you don't know how to do it. And you're afraid to tell somebody because you think they're going to look at you less than. We're all geniuses. So no matter how nobody look at you, some, some people have stimulated their genius and some people haven't. That's on them for them to not recognize you a genius and you just got to learn. But to keep hiding and, 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 you know, keep getting shooken by fear, man, I ain't even healthy, man. We're missing out on stuff. And God doesn't want that no more. So stand on your feet. That's enough.